There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got three things you need to hear to get through your day. It's the 3 at 1203 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And this is your 3 at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay, so um, one of my, a song that I have loved for a very, very long time is a song by the Pogues called The Fairy Tale of New York. And um, Ed Sheeran, who's getting around and doing covers with all, or, and doing his own music with with partners and, and Beyonce. Beyonce, and he did uh, something with Andre Bocelli. Well, he did a cover of The Pogues' Fairy Tale of New York with Anne Marie for BBC Radio One's Live Lounge. And listen to this, it's just beautiful. Oh, I love that. You like that? That's I love our favorite that song. song. You know, so um, I, my husband and I met, well, we went to high school together, but we re-met and reconnected at an Irish bar in uh, St. Paul called The Dubliner. And they they have live performances all the time singing Irish music. Oh, and sure. that is one of the songs that they sing all the time. And I always look forward to hearing that song around Christmas time. It's such Aww. a beautiful song. And that was it's so just romantic. kind of, it's I like know. he's singing to you and your husband. I know. I, you know what? I haven't even played that. I should play that version for my husband. He would yeah. love it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The real version, though, by the Pogues, Fairy Tale of New York. Such a wonderful song. All right. Moving Duly on. Noted. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. So here was a moment that happened uh, yesterday on The View. Um, Joe Biden consoling Meghan McCain because Meghan McCain's dad, John McCain, is suffering from the same kind of cancer that Joe Biden's son, Beau, died from. And they had this beautiful moment. And uh, we just have to listen to it and have a moment with it. The hard part. Bear with me, okay? I couldn't get through your book. I tried. 
Your son, Bo, had the same cancer that my father was diagnosed with six months ago. And I'm sorry. But there's a lot of hope, babe. I think about Bo almost every day. And I was told, sorry, that this doesn't get easier. But that you cultivate the tools to work with this and live with this. I know you and your family have been through a tragedy that I couldn't conceive of. Well, look, what look, would look, you look, tell look, people? Look, 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 it's look. not about me, it's no, about no, everyone. No, 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 it, no it, 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 it is about everyone. But look, um, one of the things that gave Bo courage, my word, was John. Mm -hmm. Your dad, you may remember when you were a little kid, your dad took care of my Bo. Your dad, when he was a mill aide who worked with me, became friends with Bo. And Bo talked about your dad's courage, not about illness, but about his courage. I just, you know, I, I was watching that this morning on television, that moment, and it made me think in this like political, we're in such a politically divisive time in our in our country. And um, the, the personal story and the personal connection that these people have and despite the fact that they have differing opinions and, in fact, work for opposing political parties, that they have come together in a human moment. I, it just, to me, felt like what we needed to hear right now. Well, and, and I will say, too, that these two families, both, you know, opposite ends of the political, political spectrum, mm -hmm. excuse me, um, both of these families, opposite ends of the political political spectrum, these are examples of what politicians are supposed to be like, or this is what adults are supposed to behave like. And these are, you know, this is what we all grew up being familiar with. And this was not shocking nor surprising. The problem is the time in which we live, people are rewarded for behaving quite the opposite way. So when you see, you know, I mean, just again, you don't even have to get political, but I'm sure somebody will. Fine, I don't care. But in this particular moment, you just see this is what being an adult actually looks like. Mm -hmm. Because even when you can hold completely opposing, black and whitely opposite, black and whitely is an adverb, I guess so. It is now. Opposite views on meaningful, meaningful, substantive issues, you can still console somebody's daughter when, you know, she's confronting the mortality of her own father. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, you know, why that should be shocking. It's almost like, bear with me. I'm with you. Bear with, bear with. Um, it's almost like Tuesday, right? So like every, I, you know what I mean? There was an election. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. And, um, people were shocked that the obvious happened. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so sad that we live in a world where we're shocked and, um, we're also heartened by the obvious, right. like that we have, you know, we're so moved. Like you were moved, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. When you listen to this clip, which you should be. But like the fact that that's unusual, right? Is, it's that is it's such really a stark sad. contrast it's, to the way that we're living right now. Yeah. Um. It, Let but it, it does be a light. It makes in a me hopeful. Sea of darkness. Yes, exactly. It makes me hopeful. All right, moving on. And here it is. Oh, the they're getting serious on this show. I just turned up to listen to somebody talk about boobies. Or not. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, oh, no, yeah. bad transition. Yep. Mm -mm. Don't do it. But I do want to talk about uh, or have you listen to a moment that happened on uh, Good Morning America. You'll remember that Omarosa, oh, look, politics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Omarosa, a, a reality star who became, you know, a member of the inner circle and mm -hmm. in the highest office of the land. Mm -hmm. Well, 
She had an unceremonious exit yesterday. You're fired. Ceremoniously unceremonious. And, uh, well, let's just listen to somebody who maybe is happy to see the back of Omarosa. This was from GMA, and you're going to hear Michael Strahan. You're also going to hear George Stephanopoulos. And, of course, the one I want you to pay attention to is the voice of Robin Roberts Mm -hmm. speaking about Omarosa. Okay. Omarosa was fired three times from The Apprentice. Michael, this time, President Trump said goodbye via Twitter. All right. Thank you, Cecilia. And and goodbye. And I don't know if she's ever going to have a relationship with him again. Yeah, the fourth fourth time could be the charm. Yeah, so she said she has a story to tell, and I'm sure she'll be selling that story. We'll see. Yeah, she will. I'm fully sure. That's the best, a second best <laughs> clip I heard in regards to Omarosa. Um, people not really that disappointed that she, I actually, here's, here's I had a forgotten I had. that she was uh, all up in there. Well, of course you did because she, nobody knows what she was doing. Right. She was allegedly there to do some outreach, but nobody really can put a finger on the work that she was actually doing. And I think she really rubbed a lot of people, you know, obviously because of politics, she rubbed people a certain way. But as a person, she clearly from the beginning of her uh, yes. notoriety, that's has what her rubbed, career has been. Has rubbed people the wrong way. What I find particularly interesting and particularly dishy, and I'm very much looking forward to, is that I, it doesn't. You don't hear this in that particular clip, but she says, "Did you hear this morning her interview? I think it was with Michael Strahan." Amorosa's. Uh, Amor- yeah. uh, her uh, exit interview, if you will. Um, she talks about how she's got some stories to tell. And she wants to tell them. And trust me when I tell you, a lot of people want to hear what those stories are. Mm -hmm. It's not shocking nor surprising, though, because remember who you're dealing with. This is a reality reality star um, who understands the power of drama. So it should not come as a surprise then that she is telling people on her way out the door Mm -hmm. who... Maybe she didn't agree with, which is why she was walking out the door being escorted, depending on who you believe. Um, she wants them to be maybe shaking in their boots at the possibility that she's going to tell all whether or not any of that's true or, you know, what the context of that is. We don't know. But I will tell you, there are a lot of people who are going to pay to read that book. Well, and I'm saying if she is if she's if she intends to tell all this will be the time for her to do it. Um, in other words, I don't think she is uh, at this point worried about staying on anybody's good side. Um that she had been trying to impress in the past. Well, I'm the, speaking in code. And I don't, all I'm saying is I don't think she's as worried about uh, pleasing her boss. I don't, and I don't think anymore. any of the stuff that she's talking about has to do with her boss. I think, no. I think she probably has a decent relationship with him. Um, it's the people around him that clearly she is trying to intimidate or, uh, you know, scare mm-hmm. uh you know by leaving her parting comments because perhaps they you know decided to let her go in a way that she was not you know comfortable with so drama i mean everybody knows us, the right way to do it is to bring them into a boardroom with a whole team of people <laughs> can i ask you a question did you watch that series uh apprentice? the apprentice yeah I watched the season that she was on, which okay. is the first season, uh, and I watched, you know, I, 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 we watched probably two or three. That was like appointment viewing at my house, and then we took a little break, and then we came back for a couple seasons. What was the appeal of it? I never watched it. Um, I, that was you know, my like uh, pop culture blind spot. I think that the appeal of it was um, these very strong personalities um, experimenting with different 
projects and you for me it was watching them try to complete a goal together and basically all have different ideas it was just exactly how you can imagine what it would be like putting a bunch of strong personalities into a room and giving them yeah 24 hours to work something out together and come to a consensus what was the what year would that have been around that would have been in the uh two early 2000s that would be like 2005 six okay so that was after the mole uh, I might have been on the same time because um, I was watching TV around the mole time and then I hit my dark ages. But um, I believe that was the last reality show I watched before I like resurfaced. OK, so in about um, 2004. So 2004 oh, okay. was January of 2004. Oh, um, and. Let's see. Do you know what the mole would have been like 2000, 2001, somewhere around there? Um, you there was the mole, then there yep. was celebrity mole, mm-hmm. Kathy Griffin, Anderson Cooper. Yes, you are correct. 2001 was its original release. So yeah, so that apprentice was right after okay. the mole. Yep. So that's why. But anyway, uh, I was just curious. Interesting. Oh, that's the, so funny. Well, I, you know, I liked it. Um, I liked the show. Well, I, a lot of people did. It's like yeah. one of the best performing reality shows, I think. And you know, um, it did spin off. There was one version of the apprentice that was, um, helmed by, Martha Stewart, yeah. and that's where we got to know Bethany Frankel. She was a contestant on that show. Oh, okay. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, enough of that tangent. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing a big wheelbarrow full of dirt for us with the Dirt Alert on My Talk 1071. Yay! Previously on Jason and Alexis. Okay, is Claire Foy nominated for Best uh, Actor? Yes! She better win this! Yeah, she is. I am all well, who is she right up now. against? I don't care. Okay, uh, where's Winona Ryder? <laughs> For Stranger Things. Nobody likes Oh, she, she was the weakest part of that whole Stop series. Stop it, Alexis. Oh, sorry. Yeah, she then. was not. Yeah, she was. Yes. No, she wasn't. No, yep. She yeah, wasn't. she did not emote at all. She did emote. She just Hardly. emoted the wrong way. Yeah, it was just not. Believable. She had a drawbridge and emote. She <laughs> emoted. <laughs> Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with the Dirt Alert on My Talk 1071. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Oh, my gosh. Clouds again, you guys. I'm getting a little seasonal effect. I know. Uh, a little. Isn't I know. it? It is. Oh, it Phillips has you. a very lovely uh, new alarm clock oh. that it operates like the sunshine. Ooh, that's a good Christmas I know. gift. Fantastic Amazon.com or, or wherever. Maybe a birthday gift if mm-hmm. you're celebrating a birthday like Jamie Foxx, who just oh. celebrated his 50th birthday, and he celebrated it with Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Yep. Okay, so they uh, had a little fun night out in L.A. on Wednesday. Sources are- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're telling People Magazine, you know, these two have never confirmed their relationship publicly, but they were seen arriving together for his party at... Um, 
at, they had a party at Paramount Pictures and then another party at the Highlight Room. I've been to Paramount. It's a beautiful space. <laughs> really? We mm-hmm. just went, yeah. Oh, fantastic. We got a tour. Look we're, at that. We're Jamie Foxx and... Clearly, no, Jamie Neldner <laughs> yeah, not and the same. Bradley Trainer. <laughs> the story, that's true. The story is they walked in together. They mostly mingled with other guests and spent very little alone time. Uh, but it was obvious that he had a great birthday. She looked like she had fun and she looked gorgeous. Uh, Jamie Foxx's daughters were at the other event where Katie was not, but she picked him up from that party to go to the second event. I mean, there's probably nothing between the lines there, but... Yeah, these two. That's interesting. They really kept it under wraps, which I think, you know, way to go. Also, keep your eyes peeled in the Twin Cities uh, come Super Bowl time because Jamie Foxx is going to be headlining a party at the Lumber Exchange. That we will not be invited to, but... But you could buy tickets. There are going to be so many celebrities. You know what would be fun is to figure out, um, you know, I wonder if like TMZ cameras are probably going to be camped out at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Aeropuerto. Mm, Don't you think? That's where they they hang out at LAX all the time to get celebrities. Even just hanging out in baggage claim. I mean, are you allowed to just... Yeah. Probably. Yeah, you can. That's can totally a public there. area. Yeah. So that's you, like the only public area. But don't you think they have some sort of like VIP baggage claim area? No, there's no VIP anything, oh. is there? I mean, when you go to Minneapolis-St. Paul, it's not like the airport has these special private areas. You all come down the Maybe we just don't know about yeah. them. I mean, I mean, I feel I'd like... I'd like if, to believe that we're VIPs, okay. Elizabeth. No, we're you. just... We're just peas. No. <laughs> Not at all. Although I did buy that clear thing so that I can bypass even people oh, here. TSA like that. PureCheck. I love it. Do you? Yeah. It do you just, use it enough? Um, I don't use it a ton, but it saves me a lot of time when I do. And so okay. it's worth it. My husband got it and then we got mine super cheap because oh. it was like, hey, if you add on Darwin your spouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was not a big deal. I just used it a couple weeks ago and it was fantastic. I just hope that's where it stops and there doesn't become like super clear. <laughs> so now you got to buy another one to get four lanes because ahead. Because now it's like regular or your TSA or you could do global entry which gets you TSA pre-check but then if you're clear you go ahead of even the TSA pre-check people you see what I'm doing it's a lot Um, (laughs) boy I have some sad news about Camille Grammer she was diagnosed with uh, skin cancer oh no four years after battling endometrial cancer oh Oh, god that's a cancer I didn't know yeah, that. endometrial. Yeah. yeah. What's an endometrium? That your um, endometrium the is the lining, lining of your uterus. Yeah. Oh god. Mm-hmm. So that's why when you have endometriosis, you have god like it. struggles with the lining mm-hmm. there. Um, we, we, Colleen and I are both we're like both touching, touching our tummies. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, because I needed right here. I needed an anatomy. <laughs> this lesson is where the babies in grow. In the middle of the show, <laughs> where it happens. Okay. Um, but she uh, just announced that she so she is going to return to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she announced that she had this um, skin cancer. She's had this growth removed so it's a small malignancy so that's good but you know those are things you got to watch that and you kind of never know with those little things what's going to happen going forward take care of your skin oh my gosh wear lots of sunscreen Mm -hmm. Halle Berry says she's done with love following her split from Alex DeKid okay she wrote this in her Instagram story uh in she shared a photo of a rope in the shape of a heart time she said that Halle Berry, of all people, should be done with love. But I, I honest, I'm not even joking. I feel like she said that at least twice before. You know how everyone says, like, every relationship is not the greatest until you find the right one, yeah. right? She always, she has, like, 
terrible relationships. Yeah. I yeah. mean, no, she, horrendous relationships. Yeah. She needs like a Dr. Phil episode yes. or maybe like an Oprah come to Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know she what it something. is. I don't know. I mean, the common denominator is her, right? I'm not excusing the behavior because, I mean, there have been allegations of abuse. Right. There's all sorts of, I mean, one of her boyfriends punched out the other guy. Yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of violence that goes on and... I'm not saying she's responsible for that violence, but I'm saying she's choosing to be with people who are committing violence. That's the common thread. It might be worth it to take a look at what you're attracted to and figure out why. What's going on? Okay, uh, 13 Reasons Why they're working on. They just wrapped shooting the second season. So we're going to see that on Netflix coming up. Remember when we were talking about that nonstop? You know, it's interesting. I just, for a a number of reasons, revisited uh, an episode where we did talk about that a lot on the Colleen and Bradley show, one of our roundtables. And and I, I was sort of brought back to that time and the controversy around that show. And again, how compelling the show was, but how questionable some of the methods they went oh, to yeah. about telling the story Very were. So season two, um, Catherine Langford, who plays Hannah, the young girl who died of suicide in the show, she is the actress is talking about her role and she says you see a very different Hannah in season two Hmm. I would prepare fans not to expect the Hannah from season one for a multitude of reasons she says it's funny because I just wrapped and I think a lot of this season for me is about letting Hannah go I don't have a premiere date for that yet on Netflix by the way but I'll keep you posted if I find out Elizabeth Reese thank you so much catch Elizabeth on Twin Cities live at 3 o'clock and at 520 her next dirt alert we need a caller for our 30 second pop culture challenge 651-64 one 107 30 seconds five questions you could win a prize my talk 1071 everything and by the way they're real oh. and they're spectacular <laughs> entertainment five questions 30 seconds it's our 30 second pop culture challenge on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com we are Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? And what are they playing for? We've got Todd on the line. And Holly, what's Todd playing for today? Todd is playing for a copy of Home Again on DVD starring Reese Witherspoon. It's brought to you by Universal Home Entertainment. Yay. Todd, the timer will begin. <laughs> Your timer will begin, Todd, after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Which 70s sitcom featured a musical family that traveled in a bus? The Partridge Family. Sebastian from The Little Mermaid is what kind of animal? Uh, pass. The first version of Real Housewives was set where? Uh, Georgia. Nope. Okay. Superman lives in what city? Uh, pass. Who was billionaire James Packer previously engaged to? Uh, no, Todd. Oh, Todd. I don't know any of those. Uh, but you knew the first one. Yeah, you got so one, Todd. So that wasn't zero. Thanks for playing, Todd. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> you can play that every day at 1230 oh, on the Colleen and Bradley some, show. Some. Okay, That's let's true. go through these really quickly. Sebastian mm-hmm. from The Little Mermaid was what kind of animal? A crab. The first version of Real Housewives was set where? Orange County. Orange County. What was that? Orange 
County. Odd. Okay. Superman. I didn't know if that was like an Orange County accent. No. I wasn't. I'm not familiar. Uh, Superman lives in what city? Metropolis. And billionaire James Packer was previously engaged to whom? Mariah Carey. Mariah Scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you can play our 30-second pop culture challenge every day at 1230. 30 seconds, five questions, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Okay, so Holly has been um, bringing us some puzzles to do. They're actually blind items in a new segment called Blinded by the Item. Yes, that's right. So I love to bring Colleen and Bradley blind items from the website crazydaysandnights.net. Kind of obsessed with it a little bit. So I have two blind items for Colleen and Bradley. They are tasked with guessing who is in the blind item. So if you don't know, a blind item is a story that doesn't include the person's name, but it gives you clues on who this person is. And usually it has something to do with salacious behavior, naughty behavior. delicious gossip. It is delicious Mm. gossip. All right, so here's blind item number one. Okay. If this A-list, mostly television actress who used to be in a franchise back in the day is really pregnant... She probably shouldn't still be drinking two or three bottles of Whoa. wine every night. I know. Okay. Uh, I mean, that would so be bad. An A minus. So, A list actress, mostly television. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who used to be in a franchise. Back what does a franchise the, mean? A movie franchise? Um, yeah. Yeah. A movie franchise back in the day. So, this means that she's currently not in a franchise, but she used to be. Okay. And a- she might be pregnant. Yes. Mostly television actress. Um, if she really is pregnant, now they're putting so, some doubt on this. Yeah, so it sounds like there's a rumor about this. So, I mean, when I'm, this is not who it's about, but when I go to rumored pregnancies, of course, I immediately go to Chloe and Kylie. But that's not who it's about yeah, they because they wouldn't be in a <laughs> franchise. No they're not even franchise. actresses. No. Um, uh, okay. Um, Interesting. Ho- Holly. Interesting. Oh, all right. Okay, wait, wait. Oh, no, yep. go ahead. Nope. Now, think, now think broadly about franchise. Think broadly about franchise. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Could be like Jason Bourne. Yes, it can be any kind of franchise. Could be like um, Care Bears. Uh That's true. Probably not Care Bears. Can you give us another hint? Um, I'm really having a hard time with this one. I, mostly okay. because this, I don't. Now this person, the person that I'm looking through, that I'm I'm looking through the comment section, and this person. Hasn't necessarily, they haven't announced a pregnancy publicly. Are they married? Maybe. Soon to not be married. Oh. In the process of uncoupling. (gasps) Hmm. No. Anna Ferris? (gasps) Ding, 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 ding. Yes, queen. I mean, no queen that if she's drinking two bottles of very, wine a night. Very, very interesting. The so, former wife of Chris Pratt. Yes. Soon to, be, soon to be former wife of Chris Pratt. What would have been, what was the franchise she was in? Scary movie. Oh, duh. She yes. was in the scary movie franchise. Now, that is who is being speculated about in the comment section. Now, huh. we have no evidence whatsoever it hasn't been confirmed she hasn't even said that she's pregnant or not we do know that she or we don't know this for certain either this has not been confirmed but it sounds like she has moved on and was recently looking for homes with her new boyfriend remember that right they went house hunting together in venice beach and i will say there was a story just last month that she was found completely schnockered at a bennigan's in uh, ventura 
That's not true. No, I made that up. Okay, that's awesome but, though. <laughs> but um, but there is a room. There were rumors of her being pregnant early this summer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Are you ready for another one? Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. This couple split a long time ago. They were always unconventional in their marriage and in their split. They're both A-listers, but different fields of entertainment. One is foreign-born. They have kids together. They also tell each other each time they have sex with another person in order to be transparent. She will probably figure oh. out a way to monetize that for the rest of us. Who are you thinking? Where is Chris Martin born? Jolly old England. Yeah. So is that uh, Gwyneth and We're Chris? always in c- unconventional in their marriage oh, and no! in their split. Crazy Days and Nights.net has confirmed that this blind item is about Gwyneth Paltrow. You know what the key was? Monetize. Yeah. Monetize. She will probably figure out yes. a way to monetize that for the rest of us. Thank you. So expect yes, an article on, on Goop, Goop about that in the near future. You know, you know what that just makes it's me a think of? A mojo. That makes me think of that picture that we talked about the other day that she took of her new fiance, uh, Brad Falchuk. Mm-hmm. So and, horrible last name. Right. And her um and her ex-husband, Chris Martin, together at a counter, looking like they could not bear to be in the same room together. Yeah, she shared that on Thanksgiving. Modern families. And uh I had Ugh. sex last night with Brad Falchuk. Uh, okay. Again, I, I think don't it's need... really important for you to be. She's going to probably do a book that's like, um, it's called, it'll be called like Conscious like, Uncoupling. No, it'll be called like Uncomfortable Honesty or something like in Buddhist uh, methodology, it is important to speak uh, uncomfortable truths at the most inopportune moment in order to free your soul of the baggage of uh, ego. <laughs> Can I just say I like Chris Martin so much more now that. They've uncoupled. Well, I mean, do you though? They still talk that. to each other about their sexy time. I don't know. It's a I feel like creepy. I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like she. I, I feel like she's the one who has set the tone of that. I feel like he's an unwitting part- participant in that. I don't know why. Maybe that's not fair. He he may very well be just as weird Could as be. she I is. Don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, when we come back. The other day, we were talking about wishing that there were some app or website that could easily tell you if a creeper or one of the people accused of sexual impropriety in Hollywood is involved with a movie or TV show that you love. Well, Bradley may have an answer to just that after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Recently overheard on Donna and Marley. Um, let's see. Be sensitive to other religions. Your work party isn't the good time to take a hard stance on things like saying Merry Christmas. Okay. Don't dress as your favorite nativity character. What? Don't dress as your favorite nativity character. Oh. Right? That would be inappropriate. Who's yours? People have those. No. <laughs> we could go as the three wise men, you guys. Wait, but if we went as, you would go as the dad. Donna, you'd go as the Virgin Mary and I could be baby Jesus. You could be, there was a donkey present. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing you everything entertainment. Donna and Marley on My Talk 1071. Laugh along. The radio home of hate watching. A few shows. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's a way to find out if your favorite TV shows and movies have a grossy McGrossy pants in them. (laughs) 
That's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, just the other day, Bradley, you were saying, I wish that there were some sort of app yes. where we could see if uh, our favorite TV shows or movies would be off limits because somebody icky worked on them. Actually, it was just yesterday I mused oh, aloud it that it would be wonderful if uh, somebody, and I said, please give me 10%. Apparently, that's not going to happen. But somebody should give me 10% of the app that they create in order to determine if there is a creeper in your favorite television or movie show television show or movie and uh so this morning do to do plots around the internet and oh look at that there is such an app and in fact uh it's ready to go and be used so i thought let's go ahead and uh use it it's yes. called rotten apples now this website and uh colleen i asked you and holly both to come up with some um <clears throat> some of your favorite shows so that mm-hmm. we could run a little test here Mm-hmm. You're going to give me the names of your favorite shows, and then I'm going to run them through the Rotten Apples meter okay. on uh, this app, and you'll and we'll tell and I'll tell you whether or not you have fresh apples mm. or rotten apples. Oh, awesome. Fresh apples is good. Rotten apples is bad. Okay, so I and I can tell you while we're going through this how this all came about. I'm sure it's less exciting to you than actually finding out whether or not your favorite show had creepers in it. Let's do one, for example. Just give me one of your favorite shows. Okay, so I have a handful of shows, and I'm going through many decades. Let's start with The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. I type this into Rotten Apples. I hit enter, and... Beep, boop, 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 boop. Fresh Apples! Yeah. This TV show has no known affiliation to anyone with allegations of sexual misconduct against them. However... If you believe this is an error, please let us know by clicking here, and we'll fix it as soon as possible. Oh, wonderful. So if you know of anybody. Good to like, know. Did, uh, did um, Greg try to grab your behind or something no. when you met him at the State Fair? No, but I would okay. have welcomed it. Holly, give me one of your favorite television shows or movies. How about we go contemporary Ooh. with the show Fargo? Oh, good, good question. Fargo, Fargo. Fresh oh, apples, Holly. Great news. No known affiliation with creepers. Yay. Okay, so that's good. So so far, I mean, okay. What's your favorite show of all time other than the Brady Bunch, Colleen? I mean, that's like asking me to choose a favorite child. Well, just pick anyone. But recently, I would say I really love the show Gilmore Girls. Gilmore, ooh. Good one. Why are you looking at me like no, that? No, because I don't know the oh, answer. Okay, good. I obviously <laughs> had already scared. done the Brady Bunch. Okay. Duh. Uh, Gilmore Girls, Fresh Apple. Oh, that is you great news. You can watch without being creeped out that somebody offset was uh, exposing his junk a dunk. Okay. Okay. Um, Holly, you got another one for me? I'll go with my favorite show of all time The Simpsons. The Simpsons, who, by the way, are predictors of everything in the world. Oh. <gasps> Uh-oh. 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 What? Fresh apples! Oh, gosh. Oh, no wow. creepers in that show. Keep watching. Um, by the way, can we just throw it out if somebody wants to oh, know yeah. from their TV yeah, show, favorite their favorite show? TV show, 651 It's not as terrible as you think. Right. Thank God. This is lovely. Don't okay. worry. The Golden Girls is also fine. Okay. I tried. That was the first thing I looked at. Let's try Friends. Ferran. Ooh. Ooh. Great. This is great. How about- if you're just joining us, by the way, what we're doing is running our favorite TV shows and movies through what's called uh, Rotten Apples. The it's a website. Meter. It's a perv, uh, a perv database that will tell you if your favorite TV show or movie has some creepers in it. Holly? 
How about running one of your favorite shows, Bradley? Uh oh. Doctor Who. Oh, like I know the answer to that already. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Doctor Who. Fresh apples. Now I think the game is going to become: give me a show that has. I know. I'm trying to find a rotten apple now. Um, Let's do. And don't say the Cosby Show because duh. No. Um. Again, this is a, a database that was created while you're thinking. I'll just tell you, this was created by some creatives, as they're called in the article, in California. It's an advertising agency. They say they're not making any money off of this and that they just wanted to provide a public service. Which is lovely. Yeah, to ruin Thank the, you. television and movie viewing of the rest of us who didn't expose our jobs Let's try to people. A, can we try a movie? Yeah, sure. What, what, do you, what, would, what would you... How about the, the Goonies? The Goonies? Go okay. Goonies. That's a good one. Yeah, right? Fresh apples. Oh, good. Good yeah. No. All right. Let's go to the phones because we have callers who, who want to know if their favorite shows are um, are on the list. Let's go to Alex. Alex is on the line. Hi, Alex. Hello. What is the show you want to run through the rotten apple meter to find out if there's any pervs on it? <laughs> I'd like to do Peaky Blinders. Oh, okay. That's a good show. Uh, let's see. Whoops. I love it... What's-His-Face. Oh, Cillian Murphy. Oh, God, who doesn't? Peaky uh. Blinders. He was one of my favorite crushes from 38 day, or 28 Days Later. Fresh oh, yeah. apples! Yay! You're in luck. Congratulations, Keep Alex. watching. Thanks for calling. Let's move on to Paul. Paul, what uh, TV show or movie do you want us to run through the meter and see if it is perv-free? Or Parks and Rec. Parks. Oh, that's, that's a great one, and Parks and Rec. Rec. I hope there's nothing. Oh, you're, in, you're, you're fine. You're fine. Fresh apples oh, for okay. Parks and Rec. So you can keep watching. Congratulations, Paul. No junk was uh, harmed during or exposed during the making of that television show. Let's go to Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Which uh, TV show or movie do you want us to run through the perv meter? Uh, I had two, but yeah. can I just do one? No, or, we'll do uh, both. Do both, honey. Okay, okay. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Mm, that's a good one. Big, I mean, you know. If, mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Everything's in a name. You're, you're fine. Fresh apples. Good. Okay. And how about, and everybody loves this show, This Is Us. This is Oh, thank is you. Uh, Fresh apples! Oh, my gosh. Yay. The pause thank gets you. me every time. Pregnant thank you, pause, John. Pregnant pause. Okay. Preg- pregnant sexual assault pause. I've what? got one. Oh. Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, wait. That's no, a, no, no, no. Oh, that's a rotten apple. Oh, I forgot. Oh, oh They didn't oh, put they didn't put that in, so oh, I'm going to report oh, yes, it. Yes, you should report yeah. that because Enter that name. is solid. Yeah. Oh, you've got a link to an article. Let's do Elmo. Kel- Kevin, Kevin Clash. Clash. Kevin Clash. Yeah. There you go. Oh, good. This I feel good about this. We are reporting. <laughs> I am reporting Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Write him up. Write that Muppet up. Okay. Um uh how about while you're while you're writing up Elmo? I just did. Okay, good. Oh, nice. Good job. Okay. It's really easy actually. Okay, this is good. Um let's try though another like kids program. Okay. Like Barney. Oh, try Barney. Ooh, Barney. I feel like friends. he would be fresh apples. Is, are there any damn rotten apples in here? <laughs> Mr. Rogers, go. Well, I hope not. I mean, I hope not too, but they is do have a Mr. character named Mr. McFeely. That's true. Mr. Rogers. Oh, good. Okay, that's great. Good God, news. This is not as fun as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I need some misconduct. People. Try Mad Men. Mad well, Men? Well, that one's... Mm. Fre- wow! What? Rotten Apples! Rotten uh, Apples! Who's the Rotten, Rotten Apples? Apples? Matthew Executive- Weiner! Oh, yes! Yeah, Executive producer oh, Matthew my, Weiner. I'm, I forgot about that. Okay. Okay. Rotten Apple, guys. 
rotten wow, apple. Wow, we got one out of like 50. Though. I know. How hard was that? Well, I feel like you didn't put in things like the obvious, like two and a half men. Um, can you please try oh, my um, so-called life? My friend Nate is clearly listening. Thank you, Nate. Hi, Hi Nate. All the way in California. And he said Louis C.K. had an arc during one of the seasons of Parks and Rec for four or five episodes. Uh, so that's he true. thinks Rotten Apples needs some work. So uh, should we report Parks and Rec? Uh, sure. I mean, uh, I don't know if he. I, I feel like I, I, for me, I'm more concerned with the the. Um, like the if, if you're a special guest, yeah, you don't have to. You, don't you can be a perv. You can be a perv and if I can you need watch. to. Okay. Just I will just delete the the Louis C.K. episodes. Oh. He dated okay. uh, Leslie Nope, I believe. Uh, Her in, name is Nope. Her last name is Nope. K N O P E. Oh, Leslie okay. Nope, the genius. Leslie Nope. Oft misunderstood. Leslie Nope. Is that her real name? No, that's she played by. Oh, that's her character. Yeah, played by Amy. I didn't watch the show. Holder. Sorry. Thank you. That's her last name. Well, you should start because it's good. Well, uh, on Not that anymore. note, on that note, Bradley's going to have to run one of his favorite shows through the Rotten Apple oh, machine. Oh, God, it's not good. And Nate, it's I hope not you're good. listening. And we'll be talking about that next on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. I Entertainment.